Welcome, Warriors, and welcome to another edition of Outreach Warrior, the podcast. I am James Baker, your host, joined by my ever-awesome, always-hardworking producer, Tom. Today, by popular, and I mean popular demand, we have our good friend, Bandana, back. There's been a lot of things happening in Bandana's life. We want to get him right back on the show. We want to get right into the thick of it. So, I'm going to welcome our friend Bandana. Hey, Bandana, how you doing? I am doing awesome and amazing. Um, I'm, you know, I'm struggling like always, <laughs> like everybody does. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, man, I hear that, man. There's there's struggles every day for all of us. You're looking great, dude. You're, it, it, it's great to see you again, man. Been following you, following you on TikTok like always. You know, we talk a little bit behind the scenes. Um, so I'm just gonna jump right in. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, my producer, Tom, he got on me. He's like, hey, go check out the YouTube channel. People are talking. So I I did, and I've been more active on that. And we had a lot of people asking about you, man, and say, when's Bandana coming back? You know, we want to hear Bandana, which, like Tom said off the air, our plans were always to, you know, bring you back and everything. But it's it, it, the outcry is awesome, and people want to know how you're doing. And I know there's a literally a ton of stuff going on with you right now. But um, it's it's a little personal, and I know we talked about it before, so it's okay. But take us back to the last time we talked, and and what happened after that, if you don't mind telling us. And, oh. and 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 I'm sorry. Before that, I want to jump in and saying, but before you get going, before you start with your story, that it it begins with people trolling you and being cruel and being mean and there's always going to be that aspect of the internet. You know, people are going to be rude. People are going to be assholes, excuse my language, but sometimes it really hits home and it really hurts and it's really not okay. And there are some keyboard warriors that want to be tough and stuff like that. And so just keep that in mind that that's never good. And it's just, it doesn't help anybody. So bandana, please take it away. After the last time we talked, it's all you, man. Okay. Well, um, I, I decided to go on live one night uh, after I had talked to uh, one of the, um, Tom, I think it was Tom, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I got I was mad, I was cooking, you know, uh, and I get hyper when I when I start doing something, I get in a hyper kind of way. Uh, I'm just very hyper person by naturality. Uh, I've always been that way. And um, back in the day, I was a, a mess addict, and I did uh, do I was an addict in about everything actually. Uh, but uh, during I was cooking, I, I kept getting more, more hyper and hyper and hyper, and that's just the way I am. And uh, like you said, there was a lot of people trolling on there. They were saying, uh, you know, stuff like, you know, oh, he's high again, he relapsed, and uh, you know, right, he's high right now, he's gonna hurt himself. Somebody help this guy. Uh, now he doesn't even know what he's doing, and you know, he, this guy's all over the place, you know. And I kept telling him, you know, this is my natural self. I've told you before, I get, I have a dopamine disorder where I do get high, but it's from my own dopamine. And uh, it's a disorder that uh, it, it basically overflows and it's not supposed to really overflow that much. And I just get an overflow of it, an overdose of it. Um, so it makes me look like I'm high or drunk and I act a little different. 
Um, and a lot of people were just being very rude, being very uh, crazy about the whole idea that they thought I was high. I kept telling them, you know, listen, I am not high. Y'all know me. If you've been on my account long enough, you know how I am. And I've told you this plenty of times on videos. You know, I explained myself, you know. And um, so, yeah, they, they, it got very bad. It could be, it could be, trolling could, could be a murderer. You could be a murderer just by words. You can murder people with words. You can murder people with hate. You can murder people with the things you say. It's just, you got to be careful what you say to people because it's, uh, you, get hit, you get hit a button that's basically a nuclear bomb for that person. And I'm, I'm a big fan of TikTok, you know, like I'm on it like way too much. I don't put out as much content as you do, but the stuff that I follow and I follow a lot of people, there's just always hateful, hateful things. And, there, and there's no need for it. You know, I mean, there's always going to be those people that just want to be mean and just want to spread hate, which, you know, in, in my heart, I feel that's awful. And I wouldn't want to spread that to anybody. And if you don't like something or if you don't like somebody, and you don't like their content, you can scroll past it and you don't have to make a hateful comment. So I just wanted to interject that. So as well though, so you made a video and again, you know, and we appreciate you being honest with us and everything like that. Uh, you made a video uh, saying that you took some pills and a day later, um, I got a email from a mutual friend, more, more of yours than mine, but she reached out to me. And thank God she did. Um, she wanted to let me know how you were doing. You know who I'm talking about. I don't want to bring up, you know, bring her name up. But um, she reached out and called the police and they came and, and, and got you from, from, from what my understanding. And so it worked out, man. And again, uh, people in recovery, relapse is, in, in my personal opinion, relapse is a part of recovery. And you look great, man. You're looking good. So I'm so glad you're back with us. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, my girl, Kat, uh, is who I'm with. Uh, she uh, she helped me in an amazing way yesterday. She helped me get some food and house, stuff like that. Because with Winston being gone, I have no chance, folks, right now. And I have no way to get to the store. And uh, she really, uh, my girl, helped me in a big way yesterday. It lifted me up. Um, so I'm, ba I'm back to normal. Uh, I'm still, you know, dealing with the Winston thing. Um, that that time I did try to commit suicide right, right after that live. Uh, I went to the hospital. I was there for a good, you know, a good minute. Um, so I, I mean, I'm way better mentally. I did go through PTSD for the past four or five days because I got triggered by the uh, mis disappearance of it and how he left. Uh, it triggered my PTSD side, you know. And I did relapse this past week, week in which I did. Uh, I think I told you or or him, uh, and I did put it on um, uh, TikTok. Uh, that I am three days sober today. Uh, I did not do that uh, video today because I've just been so busy with the Winston thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, and Winston, what? Uh, so if you could elaborate a little bit. Uh, so Winston is your good friend that you're you're saying with right now. Um, can you let us know what, what the situation is going on right now? Winston's wife passed away a good four months ago. Um, and then he lost his son, which wasn't his... Uh, blood son it was just a son that came with her uh so but he lost him too in the process within a week's time so he lost his whole family basically within a, a three four day period uh so he has been very depressed and he is he just he's not coming out of it he's mourning he's heartbroken uh he misses her dearly i mean i mean immensely 
Uh, he just wants to die. He, he, he tells me every day he wants to die. He doesn't want to commit suicide, but he just wants to die. He wishes he can just die. He wants to die. He doesn't want to live anymore. He won't eat. Uh, he, every time I get in the car with him, he, wants, he's, he tells me you know, he's going to crash into a wall. He's always going about 90 or 100 miles an hour, you know, around turns and everything like that, you know, and he started drinking again. And I have a feeling, and even the cops said, uh, it looks like he's shooting up again, uh, which I, you know, that's not like I could say. I wish I could say it another way, but, you know, without putting Winston on the bus like that. But I don't mean to put him under the bus, but I'm being truthful about what's going on. Um, but I, I, I miss up Winston in a big way. He's missing. The cops are looking for him the last few days. Uh, I did file uh, a missing persons report. Uh, like I said, they got here this morning uh, just to see if they can find some stuff that may give them clues of where he may be. Uh, they have checked all the hospitals and they have not found him yet. I can't check the hospitals because that was a HIPAA law. And I think they should change that stupid law because if somebody's looking for somebody, they should be able to at least tell me how he's here. And, uh, and it's just, it's, just, it's a crazy law. But, um, you know, how about info you're going to get from that? You know, it's a name. But, um, well, working, um, and I, and I, and I agree with you, but there's, there's so many blurred lines because when I was in the homeless shelter, when some of our youth would go missing, we had a call, we had a call around to the ERs and the hospitals and the majority of the time they wouldn't give us any information, nothing, even though we said we're a designated caseworker for this, for this youth, you know, they're under our care, just nothing, you know, so I, I understand how frustrating how that that can be trying trying to find someone in need at that time. So we had the uh, suicide attempt, and now you are working very hard to try to help your friend. And God bless you, and and that you're doing as much as you can right now. How how is Bandana doing though overall? Bandana is about eighty percent right now. Uh, I'm not back all the way. Uh, I'm never really back all the way, am I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Am I back at all? Am I even here? <laughs> um, no, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy with who I am. You know what I'm saying? I like being crazy. I like being weird and I like being different. Uh, I'm not a cookie cutter in any kind of way. Uh, I love helping people. Uh, helping people helps me. As long as I'm helping people, I am actually helping me. Uh, if I stop helping people, I will go down faster than I, y'all think I am. Um, so yeah, I am doing great. Bandana is uh, doing 80% right now. Uh, when I do get to 100%, you won't believe the things I can do. Well, we also want to keep you on. Um, Thomas, uh, Thomas and I are very passionate about the um, Operation Clean. Um, I know I talked to you a little bit, a little bit about it, and Thomas did too. Um, we had a really nice outgoing when we went to the uh, nonprofit out in Orlando. We passed out some you know, hygiene products and everything like that. And it went, re it, it went really well. Uh, we want to, we want, we want to keep doing it. We want to do it better and keep growing. And we want to have you as an advocate for us, you know, where, where you are and, and keep it growing because, you know, like, like you've experienced, you know, being homeless and being on the street, if you're not feeling clean and not feeling good, you know, you don't want to talk to people. And then, you try to want to get, and there's so many job opportunities right now with, you know, what, what's going on in the economy and everything. I want to get these people back to work, you know? Hey, I don't mean to cut in here, guys. Um, but if I may, um, it just came up with an idea from what you just said there, James. 
Uh, Bandana, would it be helpful if we sent you a few of these kits so you could maybe put your mind on something else a little bit? Yeah, I was going to tell you right after you said that, man, bring me some of that stuff. And I do need a vehicle, though. I got a vehicle issue. I, I, have, a, I have a transportation issue. I did start a GoFund, but I, nobody is giving me anything on GoFund. And I don't know why, because they don't even know me. So, right. You know, well, that and they're afraid you might relapse. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's probably part of the issue there. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a job. I just know I might get you out to Dollar General here because I, I actually made a friend over there yesterday. And uh, it's a lady that works there. And she said she might help me get a job at the Dollar General over there. So, oh, uh, fantastic. Okay. Well, look, I just wanted to jump in and say that real quick. And at the same time, I also wanted to say, God bless you, man. I'm so glad, glad you're still around. And um, much hope and prayers for you, buddy. And, you know, that's all I can say on that side of it. But, Carry on, gentlemen. I will. I will. Have a good rest of the show, gentlemen. I always like when Tom jumps in there. I I want to try to get him on the show more. He's got a great voice. voice. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah, No, we. I I think that um, you know, the uh, long-term goal for Operation Clean is to get more hygiene products out to people on the streets to clean themselves up and get these jobs. And so, I mean, and being honest right now, it's, it's not the jobs. It's not desirable jobs. It's fast food jobs and stuff like that, that they, they can't fill because, you know, not getting political or anything, but people are getting more money not to work, you know, and that's just, that's the truth. And, but the jobs are there. And if we can get some people clean and feeling good about themselves and getting out there and getting jobs and getting steady income, you know, that would be great. So yeah, Having an ally, having an ally like ally like you, you know, up where you are, that's that's you know, awesome. I'll I'll do my best for you. I'll I'll put 100 on it. Um, and I still want to do the street courting thing, by the way. <laughs> Whenever we get to that. <laughs> um, but let me tell you something. I'm 49 years old. I'm almost 50. Uh, I was basically on the street mostly 35 years of my life. I mean, I I, I kind of lessened that, you know, through TikTok because I didn't want a lot of people really knowing how actually long I've been on the street, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I'm long, I've been on it long enough to know why you made the Operation Clean thing because it does help you uh, mentally, physically, in every kind of way when you're cleaning. You take a shower and smell good and stuff like that, brush your teeth. It makes you feel 100% better about yourself. And uh, it helps you get a job like way faster. And uh, it makes you more uh, positive about yourself. Uh, a lot of these people that are on the street, they don't have that. Uh, they don't have the way of getting a shower. They don't have the way of uh, getting the supplies they need to keep themselves healthy in, in the fashion of uh, looking and smelling and stuff like that. It's very hard for street people to get that. Uh, there's not too many places. There's a lot of places where they just don't have stuff for the homeless. Um, they're very, it's very rare that you will find a place for the homeless. I mean, it's, it's very rare. Uh, and the places that do have it, they're just overcrowded and you can only get you know what you need maybe every once in a while, you know, through reality. You know what I mean? Um, so it's very hard. We need to make more places like that. We need to make it more affordable. We need to make it so that the homeless can have actually a way of getting what they need, no matter what. And I 100% agree with you. And our friends at SALT Outreach, S-A-L-T, SALT, that Thomas and I went to and we did our Operation Clean with, that we partnered up with them, they had portable showers and portable washing machines. And just putting it out in the universe, manifest, you know, manifest it, that my, my dream someday would be to have multiple spots of these in big cities oh. where homelessness is, you know, a problem 
to have these people be able to wash their clothes, wash themselves, and then be able to go out there and, and, and get work, you know? And there's always, and for the naysayers and the doubters, you know, and from the bandana, you know, there's people on the streets too that, that like that way of life, right? And they don't want to change. And that puts a negative light on the people that are falling on hard times and want to get back on their feet and, you know, want to get a job and start working again. So, but there's always going to be the bad apples. And, and I even feel bad calling them bad apples, but people that are accustomed to that. And ha have you noticed that in, in your time? Yes, I have. I mean, I've met a lot of people on the street that uh, basically they do want to be out there. They don't want to be on the grid. Uh, they basically, they dislike living out, out in, the, in, in, the, in the, the big house. You know what I mean? Uh, what I mean by the big house is the world, the outside world, you know, the street. Uh, out in the trees, you know, what I mean, out in the sticks and, you know, living in a tent. It's people like that. Some people like that. Uh, they don't want to have to pay bills. They don't want to have to work. They don't want to have to have responsibilities. And why they are like that, uh, they've never really explained why, because they just don't want the responsibility. They think it's better actually to live on the street, live in a tent kind of thing, because you just, you don't have that weight on your back. They can't handle it. So that's why they do that. They just like it to live that way better. Um, it's not, uh, not everybody on the street is out there because they have an issue. Uh, like you said, there's people out there that actually want to be out there. Um, but my, like 80 to 85% of the people out there though, are out there because of issues. They're out there because of past traumas. They're out there because they have addictions. They're out there because of, because of any kind of issue they have. It's just brought them to the point where they can't function anymore. So they end up on the street and a lot of them don't, aren't even on dope when they end up there. But when they do get on the street, and that's when the dope play comes in, and because they're faced with it every day, and it's right in front of them every day. So they they keep falling and falling. Then then the issue comes where the cleanliness comes in, where their cleanliness just falls with it, and they start you know looking bad. They, they just don't take showers anymore, and they they just kind of like quit. You know they give up on everything, and everything goes towards drugs. And like I said, not uh, not most of them really don't really end up out there because of drugs. It's mainly because of family issues or or some kind of issue there or some kind of trauma. They just end up on the dope. So you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to get up and get off the street and want to get back on their feet. It's just that they they fall into the uh, to the uh, the victim victim thing. Um, they just can't get out of it. Uh, and like you can try and do the, the cleanliness, the operation clean. Uh, that is an awesome way to get somebody off the street because it gives them back their positive uh, way of thinking about themselves. And I think that's an off, that's that's an uh, that's a very good way to get things started, get people off the streets, by actually by cleaning themselves. That's a great idea, man. Gentlemen, I don't want to interrupt, but we have just gotten the warning sign that Zoom is about to end our call, so we're going to have to wrap this up soon. Sorry about that. Uh no, thank you, Tom, for that, and I appreciate it. Bandana, you are a wonderful guest to our show. You are a good friend to us. We would love to have you back again. Like, again, popular demand. People love you, man, and we are so happy that you are doing good and you're doing well. And is there anything else you'd like to say to your fans and our audience? Uh, you know what? Just keep your keep your faith in God. You know, it's not a Christian thing, but you know what? Keep your faith in God. He helps you in every kind of way. He's a strong person. Yeah, I'm a strong person. He makes everybody else strong. So you know what? Whatever you believe in, whatever God you believe in, whatever you, you believe in, a, in a ball cabbage, just believe it enough, and it'll help you. <laughs> 
Bandana, you are a wonderful guest. You are a wonderful friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Outreach Warrior. If you have a story, a family member has a story, or you know of a story and would like to reach out to us, please reach out to us at outreachwarrior at gmail.com and our friends on Reddit, r slash Outreach Warrior. My name is James Baker. Thank you so much for joining in and we'll see you next week.